Uh, ha ha. Did ha, you catch ha, it that time? Ha, Did you catch ha, it that time, James? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good on this side. We're good. We're good. One, we're good. Two, we're good. One, two, six, five thousand. It's funny because I came into this real calm so that like before we started this so that I would be able to just ramp up once we started. And I think we're going to do that. But right now I'm just kind of relaxed. We're going to get into it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? Well, that's a- <laughs> that's after you heard the story I told off, Mike. But let's just say we're going in calm. What's up, y'all? <laughs> this is Rabbit Hole Sessions. Welcome in to another uh, episode. Every show, episode 64. Every show, this is episode 64. <laughs> this is a nuts start. Do we have to restart? <laughs> never. No. No, we're not restarting it. Yeah, I, I, I won't say that we never cut things because we definitely do. We've cut, we've cut many Several things. times. We've many, cut many, many things out of episodes, but many things, many not times. that. We always start strong. Actually, there's also an episode where I think it literally took us 15 takes to start <laughs> an episode. I think it literally took 15, man. That was back in the early days. Wow. But we're past that now. Now we storm through with a strong opener like this one. Episode 64. What's good, yo? Tyler on the man right here. We got Jimmy McMoney on the other yeah. side. Jimbo Slice. Yeah. James Hard on. <laughs> all that shit. I have not heard that one yet, but I like that yeah, one. Yeah, that's new. I thought about that one earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll throw that one on. I, I got to use that one. <laughs> I have to. I have to see what he thinks. It's called workshopping, man. You got to workshop the material. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about the Nets later because I don't. I don't really care about them, but I can't. That's what I kind of want to talk about. But we'll talk NBA later because I know you need to. I need to think heal about it for a bit. I know uh, you also need to heal. We previewed it before the, the the episode, but James took a big, big hurt on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to that. But right now he needs to heal, healing spirit. <laughs> So what's up, bro? How are you, man? It's good to record. We're kind of late. Sorry, people. We're, we're pretty late it. on this one. Yeah. We were we were done for when we originally <laughs> wanted to record. Like honestly, I think it's for y'all's benefit that we didn't record. Yeah. That would have been nuts. Yeah. I like to the point of bad content. Like it may have just yep, been yep, not yep, good. Yep, yep. Probably or hilarious, not. but we'll never find out. Actually, I feel we like probably we, will find we've out. hit that point before, but we were always like, fuck it, let's just go through with it anyways. And then it comes yeah. out bad. And then we're like, ah. Right. And it sucked. We shouldn't have done that. <laughs> we, we can't put this out. <laughs> Every so often, you got to test yourself, though. Like, you have to see how you perform at your in your worst conditions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On a grander scale, I feel like I do that to myself sometimes, whether, like, warranted or not, where it's like, Okay, maybe I'm gonna wear one layer less, so I'm like a little cold. So it's like, how can I tough it out if I'm a little cold? Oh, I see. What if just like what if just randomly something happens where I'm thrown into an environment where I have to just adapt or like live through it and bear with it? And how can you get used to that? Except if you do it, I guess a little bits at a time. It's like microdosing on (laughs) discomfort (laughs) throughout your day. (laughs) But I don't know. I feel like there's some merit to it. What do you think? Uh, I think. I've never done that. Right. Um, I feel like I don't like putting myself in situations. Like, uh, I try to think. I don't believe in living in full comfort, I guess is also another way to. Tim said the same thing, man. I can't feel that, man. His was a little different. His was like a mentality thing in terms of negativity. Uh, I see. What mine's you mean. mine's more like a bracing yourself for the negative circumstances if they happen, yeah. which also could possibly be focusing on the negative, but. Yeah. More in like, a, I don't know. He said his shit kind of drives him. And I guess this is kind of in a driving sense too. But mm-hmm. sorry, continue what you were saying. Um, no, I get what you're saying. Uh, I think we kind of prove who we are when we're put in situations that are difficult. That's mm. kind of where, like, we're kind of a collection of 
Interesting. these moments where we're tested, right? We're, and we're, how we come out of those tests is a redefinition of ourselves. So right. we constantly have that coming That's up. That's cool. Um, so I see why you would put yourself in that situation. Does that mean comfort is... Uh, for lack of a better way of phrasing it, like running away from finding out who you are or like shielding uh, off maybe. Maybe waiting, you know, <laughs> waiting ooh. for the next test. Uh, or, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got rest and repetition. What like, is the part that break is, is important? Yeah. What is the part that is actually living life? Mm, whoa. I guess both. I mean, it depends what concept we want to speak to it from. Are we talking from nature's perspective or from our ours? Like humans' perspective. You do a good Scooby. I remember that. I do. I do do a good Scooby. James Crazy. More than the unreleased podcast, the unreleased raps and intakes, intros and outtakes on songs. Wow. One day we have to put out just a vault release and have people judge us for that shit. Yeah. Uh, what what were we just saying? You were talking about uh, comfort or uh, oh yeah, stress. that's right. Yeah, well, I do believe in both. Like, I do believe in life. Most things come down to a balance, right? But I do think there is something to even from the aspect of finding yourself. Our base nature kind of is struggle, right? Like mm-hmm. in terms of surviving. Mm-hmm. But we've just mm-hmm. kind of in our context eliminated the immediate that survival thing. Mm-hmm. So we have this aspect of comfort that brings its own problems of like anything that's discomfort, right? So we have our own things that shape that in terms become surviving in a sense because you have to live every day, right? So that's getting through the day is a form of survival, right? So maybe comfort is ways to try and combat and alleviate that. But at the same time, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be comfortable all the time. Yeah. Because you, that other part is still always going to be there. Do you think, uh, <laughs> do you think rich people are comfortable all the time? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think so, because I think we all create our own problems. Not only create them, mm. but mm. they just form, right, as a shape of society. We all have our problems at different levels. So I don't think they're comfortable. I don't think anybody's, uh, I won't say that. I think there are probably a lot of people out there, actually, that are fully comfortable and content and that probably aren't rich. I would bet that, for the most part, those people fall on the not rich side, mm. which is pretty, like, heartening to think. I don't know if it's true at all, but I feel like yeah. it's true. I feel like it has merit. Because comfort is a mental thing. It's not a physical thing. I mean, it is, but you, those physical uh, environments you put yourself in are to make your mental feel better, right? Because the struggle so, stems from the need to survive, and the need to survive in our age comes from, or it is the solution to survival is uh, money in right. our age. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So the struggle is also trying to attain that. Mm-hmm. And then so once you get it, the struggle then becomes realizing that it's not going to get you what you want for the most part, right? Like physically it can, but where it all stems from is what you're trying to address. So for the most part, if you're not focused on chasing that thing, maybe you focus on what actually reaches it, right? Right. It might be the immaterial things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's possible. You know, the, um, a lot of people say that the, the last step to self-actualization or to reaching, you know, your full potential and full connection with nature is releasing your attachments to all earthly things. Mm. Yeah. I can't do that shit, man. I can't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be able I'm I'm yeah. saying that sitting in this bed. I'm like, nah. Yeah, definitely not. I feel that. Bed versus dirt. <laughs> I think there's a clear winner here, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and otherwise. Even stuff like um, shoes or socks. Bro, I can't live without socks. 
You don't realize how important socks are until you have to walk down the street without them one day because, like, you didn't do laundry or something. Yeah, or you in uh, your shoes blacked out last night, and then you wake up in an alley and then you don't have your shoes on. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there, right? <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah, no, that that one's difficult. I can see why. I can see why you'd have a problem there. <laughs> Oh God! Well, I'm glad that's that you made it out. Proverbial you, not necessarily. Yeah, you. Uh, hypothetical. Yeah, not, not me. Yeah, yeah not of me. course, of course. You out there listening? Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. You made it here. Amen. I want to uh, ask our uh, audience some questions. Yes. Wow. Cool. Let's do it. That's interesting. Like, do we play with the thoughts as well, and then pr- but give it to them, or what happens? I want to. I want to post this a new it to segment them first. Yeah, I want to pose it to them first, and then I want mm-hmm. you to answer. Okay. Okay. Love it. Um, just in one word. Uh, what do you believe in? Take a second. <laughs> Feel the question. And James, that is crazy. Everybody <laughs> needs to also know because there we did no pre-pro. We just said we're going to talk and steer this shit. But I was thinking about this exact question about what I believe in because of a conversation I had over the weekend. And this is crazy. Like, it just feeds wow. into this idea of like divine, whatever, like grand structures put into place. This is crazy right now, right? So this is what I believe in is the universe. Mm-hmm. That's what I've that's what I've come to the conclusion to. That's mm-hmm. my grand belief of higher power, higher entity, of being part of something bigger. What I came to realize is that we all, I think, to some extent, believe in something that we're we're attached to something bigger. That it's not just us, right? Right, whatever manifestation that takes form, whether that's religion, whether that's like I said, the universe, whether it's science, patriotism, it's it could patriotism, be a, yeah. anything, right? Like your neighborhood, right? Anything that's like that, something bigger than you. I feel like we all have that, and to me, I don't feel like denominating it further than that. I don't feel like it needs to take a sect of like because Jesus said so, right? Or because this one thing said so. Because I don't believe that one thing says anything. I don't believe the universe is one thing. Like we have one word for it because that's how we conceptualize an idea. But I look at it more like a system of things that don't know that they're related to each other, but that they are and that they function Mm -hmm. hand in hand unconsciously. And it affects us in ways that we both do and don't know. And that goes down to physical things like gravity to maybe fucking... I don't know, maybe of the vibration of a star like causes radiation wave a billion galaxies away that eventually like at, it lines up with our evolutionary timeline that it turns the frogs gay, like Alex Jones said, <laughs> right? Like, who the fuck knows? But that's what I believe in, right? And I think I also believe in like possibility. So that's why those kind of come hand in mm, hand. Believing in possibility. Yes. Possibility defi- for anything? I think that you don't even need to go further than that because the possibility of anything is one of those possibilities, right? So it's like uh, not even anything encapsulates everything. Anything is its own thing. There's a possibility this- that you're wrong about all of this that you're talking about. Absolutely. There's also a possibility totally. that you're right. And both are valid choices of belief systems, right? That's why, again, I don't believe like really in putting too much on what you denominate it to because they're all kind of valid choices in its base at the core. You know what I'm saying? In terms of that belief of being part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. It's all the same shit at the core. Like how we're all the same, made of the same shit yeah. that the most distant star is. So I'll flip it back to you. What do you believe in? Um, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, bro. I like this know. money, bro. No. Like I'm getting this check. <laughs> I believe in the grant. I believe I mean, in... That's, that's kind of facts. 
I believe in um, people. Mm. I believe in humanity's potential. Mm. Uh, because I believe in the people who raised me and who I, I've lived around and met and who believed in me. And I've always said that. I've not always said this. Sorry. I've uh, <laughs> you have now. I've you always now. said this. Yeah, it's I'm, immortalized. Yeah, <laughs> the quote in a thousand years won't say the date, bro. It'll just got the words, just got the wisdom. So you get. Because I used to be very uh, Catholic, but blindly Catholic because I was a kid, right. so I didn't know what I was talking about. I just knew what my parents were telling me, and um, it took me a while to actually start. Luckily, I had like friends that were not, and that I was exposed to that different conversations early on yeah. in my my age. like in middle school. I was talking about this shit. Um, yeah, fucking meta, uh, <laughs> metaphysical conversations in middle school, and uh yeah, that's where it's at, bro. That's where it's at. <laughs> well, we have no idea what, what we're I, talking about. Yeah, what if I play this in trap mode or I play in defense mode or attack mode? <laughs> what's the, what's uh, so much angst? Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, but but uh, I've decided that if there is something higher, then I'll probably never know what it is, mm. and so the thing I can truly have an effect on or believe uh, cause change or um, believe can change is um, the relationships around me, like mm. the people I'm close no, to, like people that. I'm involved with. Um, yeah. And, and you know, those theories where, like, you don't know if this is a simulation or if everything outside of our personal body, our mind, is fake. Um, right. Like, to me, the, the truest thing I've ever felt is the the feeling of love or trust in those mm. people around me. So I believe in that. Yeah. And on that just even simulation part, it's like, what does it change me knowing that? Is there, if especially if it's kind of, we come to the conclusion, like you said, that you'll never know the higher reaches. And at least, I'm okay with that, at least in terms of this, you know, phase of consciousness that we have. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know what happens after death or before life, but if you break everything down to its base, it's the same materials, right? So it, arranging them in a different way has to form something of some kind. It's just not our consciousness, so it's not something we can fathom. But that is... Um, oh, shit. That was off what? Oh, yeah. So anyway, that is to say, like, that doesn't really change anything to me. But maybe there's another phase of consciousness where we do access those things. Or maybe when our atoms are rearranged, we go into a different dimension, like, the, which are the, the sci-fi dimensions we imagine, yeah, right? Yeah, can't Who wait for that to happen. Can't, can't right? Happen. <laughs> Let me just vibrate to the membrane <laughs> of the universe real quick, bro. Let me just slide in. That rift. I see that rift. <laughs> I really like that, man, because what you just said, like, was what really um, reached me there was this... It's kind of a dual, not consciousness, but sense of presence, right? Where there's the tangible things around you that you can affect and touch, like those relationships and those people and that love and the um, like trust and growth that you feel. And then there's also this separate acknowledgement of a presence of, again, something bigger, but it's something where there's a further reaches that you're not going to access, but that you know is there, right? Mm -hmm. And does that seem, that notion of not accessing it, is that something that, seems daunting or that seems like what how does that make you feel mm-hmm. the fact that you might not ever access it um probably will not uh i guess it used to be like i would only access it when i prayed right or when i wanted to mm. ask for something more right you know or, or, or hope for something 
more. Like, I hope I, I pass this test tomorrow, so I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray to God. Help, yeah. help me, buddy. And huh. now I don't, I don't know. I don't feel that attachment. Um, when I pray, it's more like if it's reflecting on the things that I um, truly, truly care for. Like, I ask for protection for my family and my, mm. my, um, my girlfriend's family and right. the people around me. Um, so it's not daunting that I will never know. It's not curious to me. I don't, I don't care to dive deeper anymore. Right. Um, it's still interesting, you know, like I like Definitely. talking about it, but I'm not trying to find the mathematical equation for life, you know? Or yeah. <laughs> and I don't even think we need to like, and I, and I feel you on that. Cause I think I used to struggle with feeling like I needed to find out the meaning of the universe type of shit, like what it all means. But it's like, even just talking about it, like you just said, is feels good because I think that is engaging with it. You said prayer was the only time where you got to access it. Well, thinking about life and the universe is accessing it, right? It's mm-hmm. accessing this greater thing that we're talking about. And sharing it with others is pretty much a combination of the things that you were just talking about where now you're accessing this greater plane with these people who you've accessed on this plane that you can understand. And it's like that usually brings this really strengthening feeling not only in each other but in that greater presence right in your comfort with it because it gives you something to attach to them just makes things stronger Mm -hmm. there's a lot of times where it does feel like like life doesn't move life moves through your connection to others pretty much entirely nice yeah you know and kind of any way you boil it down that's at least as humans as our species that's just how we're built and that's interesting even the most individual Wow, individualistic people got to that point of individualism through some co- like connections to others at some point. Even the base of birth into the world, right? Like, mm, yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, we come from the connection of two people. That's wow. how we're started, dude. That's literally how we're started wow. is connection. That's a form of fusion, right? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah, genetic fusion, like when the genes <laughs> literally mix. So absolutely, it goes, it stretches to the metaphorical level too. You know, wow, look at that. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, I feel like because I'm so, I hold so strong to my connections around me, yeah. I, I, I've had issues uh, questioning my individuality and who I am, right? Oh. And that was one of the big reasons of me leaving Texas to go to Boston because I want to be individual. I want to be away from my family because I have a yeah. big-ass family in Texas. And <laughs> I, it was tough to get a, a sense of who I was without them. And... Once I got to Boston, I just ended up developing another network of people in my life, like another big network. Yeah. And now I'm sure I've taken like jokes from them and like <laughs> maybe sometimes you pick up mannerisms. I say Boston, like Boston now. Oh, right? absolutely. So, so. Yeah. My laugh at different points of my life were marked by the people around me. Yeah, like yeah. I think laughs change a lot they based do. on that. I, I don't laugh the same at all mm-hmm. as I used to like two years ago. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting influenced by like media that I listen to a lot too, especially like podcasts that you listen to like religiously. Ooh, yeah. That shit, you'll yeah. start to internalize that shit. But <laughs> oh my God. I got to get a new one. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. But that uh, lung cancer? I, so <laughs> I've been um, now wondering if I'll ever have a time where I'm just sep- like if I could separate myself completely from everyone for like a yeah. year. And that, uh, it's something I kind of want to do, but it's something I don't think I would be able to. 
Dude, I've kind of also, dude, Jim, we're on a wave right now because I've been kind of thinking about that too recently. I was like, what would I be like if I literally was just not around anybody? Yeah. Because especially when, and like in things that we do where you put content on shit like that, so much of yourself not only blends into the content and vice versa, the content into reality, but your personality becomes reflected at least in some part off of the reaction from others, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what others think of you and shit like that. And that's already kind of a sociological term. I think it's called the looking glass self where that's how you form your opinion and self is both like what you think and then how you internalize what others think, right? So, um, fuck, what was the point? Uh, Getting away from everything and trying to find who you are. Oh, that's right. Yes. So is that the base? Is that how you find it? Do you literally just have to isolate for, is it a year long enough? Ah, shit. And, and what do you, and just who do you become? Like, and then imagine getting yeah. put around people again. I think it would have to be longer than a year. But the, the, the longer I, you're away from society, the more difficult it is to re, uh, re, what is the word? Integrate. Thank you. Reintegrate yeah. yourself back in. Exactly. And so are we our true, I guess the question become, do we become more our truer selves in isolation and developing personal opinion or in societal circumstances? where we get the uh, mostly reflection from others. When do you become more yourself? <sighs> I don't know, man. And is there a point, like, if you're just on your own forever, do you just stop talking? Like you lose the ability to talk? Maybe you're just, it just becomes a thing you just don't do anymore. I, I'm, I'm Actually, I think you could... I think. I don't know if this is true. I like think there's you nobody lose, to talk to you, for 10 years. Yeah, you probably lose your ability to remember some words. I mean, like, if you don't say oh, yeah, certain words, words for a while. Like, you can forget languages if you're out of a language for a while. Whoa. But your own, like your native tongue? Maybe not you. you well, not your native because you that use that the learned. most. That's the one you use the most, right? But, right, but you did learn it as well. So is there an amount of time where it can be unlearned and you just have nothing? Like, you just... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Like, you just... <laughs> What do you do? Because language, like, is our native tongue encoded in our DNA? I don't think so. I think it's just because I've been learning this shit for a long fucking time. That's that's exactly why I think it. you could le- lose it. Like, I've had friends that that's went, what I'm saying came from Mexico, yeah, and then were in America, but they came young, like from six. But they knew Spanish first. Then right. at six, they traveled over, um, learned English, only used English, and then completely forgot their Spanish. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> But uh, like, can you lose all or now do we always just have to have language as part of our communication? But that's what I'm saying. Language is a tool of communication. If you never have to communicate with anybody ever again, do you stop using that tool? I think you do. I think. <sighs> if you got no more nails, you're not going to use a hammer. Oh, I thought you meant right? fingernails. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, in that case, if you, you wouldn't use a fingernail clipper. Yeah. Right? The point still stands like the tool, the task doesn't exist anymore. So why would the tool? Mm-hmm. It would have no use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It's just crazy to think of language as like a device and a physical thing in a There's sense. There's got to be at least know? one person that like tested this theory somewhere. That just lo- like lost their language. That it's just Yeah, done. just they decided to like anything. not. Well, some monks go on like years of not speaking. Yeah, they usually call that like a vow of silence. Is it, yeah, it was a commitment it, to not speak. That's the exact word. Yep. Right, but that's like an active commitment to not do it. I'm saying like if you just are totally cut off for so long, it's just by force of your environment, you just have no one to communicate to. And like you don't talk to the animals, you don't talk to yourself, you don't do any of that shit. 
what happens? Like, does your brain just slow down? Is it is it doing less things? Is it doing more things? Are you thinking like a million miles a minute? How does that work? Are you more just, wow. Maybe so I, as I'm going down this rabbit hole, here we go, rabbit hole sessions. Maybe like, because you're not so focused on the external and communicating externally, you start to like communicate internally to this intense amount where maybe you start to explore aspects of consciousness that are not even a thing. Like, and you don't even like are things that right now, what I'm describing don't even exist or we can't even conceive, but you just tap into your consciousness so heavily that you're able to do these things. And then you just reach new levels of whatever. Mm -hmm. Like what if the newest universe or the other dimension is interior, not exterior? Wow. 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 Right. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. Okay. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. So I, I just started thinking about, when you said what they're thinking about, how we yeah. think about our conversations <laughs> in in English, right? Like we have thoughts. When you have thoughts yeah. to yourself, when you're talking to yourself in your head, you're speaking Absolutely. in your native tongue. So if if they don't, are, whoa, if they're not talking to anyone outside, are they still doing that, or are they just so in touch with their senses that they don't have to question it anymore? They're just like, oh, I smell food, and then runs to the food. Like like it's almost instinct again. Yeah, yeah you go back to instinct. So do you devolve in isolation? Mm. Cause well, because that's, that's kind of devolving. That, well, we initially started as like separate hunters, gatherers, and then we developed societies as a natural part of our evolution. Whoa. And that's what developed our consciousness and like our intellect as well, like being with each other, doing these group things and like having to expand your brain. To Learning from each other. Exactly, right? Whoa. So you de you might devolve in isolation. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I guess so, because, I mean, they have people who are in solitary confinement that, you know, quote, unquote, go crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. lose touch with reality and shit like that, which yeah. I don't know. There's also the external factors, though, like... Yeah, I don't know. Well, the fact the that you're thing. in, like, a four-wall prison. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. Windows, oh, no windows, no sunlight, no time. Yeah, like, let's say in our hypothetical, you get to... Ch it's the environment of your choice, you're isolated in your most ideal circumstances, right? It's all of that. There's so any external factor basically doesn't exist. Like you don't get sick, you don't fucking none of that shit. Mm -hmm. You're perfectly. You have the Mario Star for ten years, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're just dun, 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 for fucking ten years. Except, is that language? Is dun, 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 language? Is that English? What I just did? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's whoa, it is language. I don't know if it's defined as English. It's onomatopoeia. Yeah, it's onomatopoeia. But that's written. I would write that in English letters. Well, span. Uh, someone speaking in Spanish, or someone speaking in Italian, or someone speaking in Japanese. But they would write it in Spanish letters, wouldn't they? I think the, they're similar, but okay. Oh, oh whoa. So is on the sound. Our words for sounds are like this objective, independent category from language. Because it just translates to whatever it is in each language. It's not specific to a language. Unless they have different... Like, would they say wow. ding uh, wait, the wait, same wait. way I say ding? I want to Google this. For quick. a bell. Or would, they, would the French be like, ding, instead of ding, right? So, would you write that differently? <laughs> I don't know, but... Oh, what are you looking up? What did you say? Are onomatopoeias written different in different languages? Onomatopoeia is defined as the form formation of a word from a sound associated with what it is named. It literally means word making. Uh, yeah. Because it's a strange concept because its definition is challenged by different languages uh, worldwide. But but the point is, is like, yes, it's written. Wait, in <sighs> It's a weird question to answer. Like, <laughs> no, it's written the same. It's just translated in all the different languages. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like the letters might be different, configuration might be different, but it's describing this objective sound in a different arrangement of characters. Okay, I, which I is found each language. A, wow. Okay, I just found a graphic that shows that uh, send it, sneezing send it. is different. Um, let me see how I can send this. Yeah. People um, sneeze in different languages. It says how to sneeze in six different languages, and then they what write them mean? down. So achu, oh. right? Achu is the English onomatopoeia for sneezing. Right. And it's A-C-H-O-O. And right. And uh, another version, like the... T- <laughs> another. Are you trying to figure out which one you can say? The German one. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, wait. Uh, hachi. The, oh, yeah. But listen, like even... And then so Hachi is the German... And then Vietnamese, people at home, you're just going to have to look this up. Uh, uh, Vietnamese is hot chi as well. So you see, like, they're similar. I think similar. it's and actually hot chi. Wait, what? Hot chi. Oh, hot chi. But still, that's close to hot chi, which is also close to Hindi, achi, which is also close to English, achu, which is also close to Russian, apchiki. <laughs> which is kind of, yeah, which is kind of close to Turkish, hapsu. Which is kind of also close to on this graphic, They're all like, yeah. The the Russian girl who is sneezing definitely looks the worst. She's like half dead. She's like yeah. I don't know what's going. Stuff. Yeah, she has cancer. Yeah, so what that is abs- going on? Abs- yeah, is she's even like part. green too. Wow, that's why did they do her like that? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else just looks like they're on a walk, or maybe the Hindi guy looks like he's got a cold. He's got a little tissue out. Oh, the Turkish girl's got her finger to her nose, like doing the anime. Wiping the nose <laughs> thing, you know, when the when the main character is like proud of themselves. <laughs> uh, so that's but but even all those sounds we just made sounded similar. Even but they're just kind of arranged in their different letters with their different inflections with their different sounds because they're all based off the same thing, which is a sneeze, which we all do, which does sound different because we have different like vocal cords and languages and tones to our voice. But that's an objective thing. It's an action, actually, that creates a sound. Mm-hmm. So we're really trying to identify it to the action. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so like similar universally, because we all do that action. Whoa. That was, that's pretty cool, man. I learned we something We just went new down today. a crazy rabbit hole. Learned so did I. That mm-hmm. was nuts. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. This, that was like true rabbit hole sessions. Like I think that embodied <laughs> what this podcast is all about. No intro into a philosophical topic about life, belief, consciousness, dimensions, into learning about sneezes. And then And if you if y'all should also just look up our also, onoma- yeah. how to say onomatopoeia is in different languages. There's several graphics on here and they're all pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I might man. be saying cool. achi from now on. Every time achi. every time I sneeze. Apchikir. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Good shit. Uh, I want to take this time to take a break in the proceedings to plug that ETA has a new Instagram page. I don't think James has followed back yet. ETA? I'm not sure. Who are they? Yeah. ETA is a hip-hop and R&B group composed of myself, Tyler On Demand, Alexander Henry, and Emil, the producer. We've talked about them on... Jeez. We've spoken about them on this podcast. They've been on this podcast numerous times. I've told them uh, when we were in Nashville together, I was like, guys, you know ETA has lore. Like, we have established story that exists online and that is just out there through music through podcasts through because they've made several appearances both on this show and the tod show and not to mention the album and the uh, several eps and several of my albums that tim mixed and produced right so we've got lore 
And that's to say we're continuing that lore by following our Instagram page. It's at three, the number three, T-A music on Instagram. And that's where we're going to be like the central hub of all of our shit. Because even though we had all this ethereal lore and didn't really have a centralized place, right? So this is kind of our, we're making moves, bro. Like, it's cool. We're having like real meetings and shit now. Like, we're really making, there's merch coming. And y'all check out my Instagram at TylerOnDemand13 because I threw up a little poll previewing the merch. Want to see what y'all think. We got some little things coming. So, yeah, yeah, you know what we're doing. So, it's cool. ETA stepping up. So, check out that page. Follow it. We're going to be posting stuff soon. I promise. There's no posts right now, but we're beefing it up. We're waiting for the people to roll in. Got to work them algorithms. So, thanks, y'all, for the support. As always, please continue. And we got your backs, too. Yeah. Now, let's take an actual break because I got to pee. I've been needing some time off. Switch the meter, light off. Lay with the meter, dry off. Go in repeater, go off. Flow circles around it though. Through all the dirt show. Well, at least we found it. Sun setting on my left, dead presence on my right. I'm letting nothing left take my presence from what's right. All those moments I was smiling down was stressed and prone to fight. I've been thinking all the things up in the dark will come to light. Chuck it up to my premonition. Catch me up, a man on a mission. Been lighting up my gas emission. Flow high enough, got the past to pissing. Passing Pippin for the Jordan route. There's plenty more to explore about. Got plenty ink to pour stories out. Had many dreams straight roaring out. Building to it with the team, yo. Bill it to the game premium. Catch me out in the field, though. Planting seeds, no playing them. Hosing, I'm spraying them. Best full of roses, I laying them. Boy, he like Moses, go play with him. Remember, don't ever go play with him. Stir the pot, now I'm back up in the mix My Achilles heel is it ain't no river sticks But I'm taking time for a trip Find it, dive in, and a dip I've been needing some time off Taxing me to write off So come with me and ride off We shake them demons right off Full circle, is how it goes What is worth though, it's still around we go I've been needing some time off Switch the meter, light off Lay with the meter, dry off Go in repeater, go off Flow circles around it though Do all the dirt show At least we found a glow I've been needing some time off Taxing meter, right off So come with me and ride off We shake the demons right off Full circles <laughs> What you laughing at? What what am I listening to right now? Do you know who Hezbollah is? Hezbollah, the terrorist organization? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> wait, that's a terrorist organization? No, no, no. I think you said something else. I think you're talking about somebody else. I, I am talking about someone else. <laughs> <laughs> There's this little. Uh, uh, I, well, okay, that's crazy. It's this little who kid. It seems, but I think he's actually 19. <coughs> but he's just a huge oh, meme now. That is a little kid. Look, can you see this? This is Hasbula. Oh my God! Okay. He's like. <laughs> oh, he's working out and shit. All he's right. a TikTok right, star. Man. He is an icon oh, right man. now. He looks like a condom in that picture. He's very small. I like those cars. It looks like a sumo wrestler. But he's tiny, bro. The workout's not working. Whoa, whipping. He's whipping. And yeah, he's got wait. money. Oh wait, 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 wait! This kid's nineteen. This kid is nineteen. Yeah, and he's got money. He's like. <laughs> oh hey, my man. God. I was thinking that was the child this whole time. <laughs> That's why I was impressed. I was like, oh, he's working out and whipping on an ATV. 
<laughs> okay, that makes a little more sense. Okay, I guess. okay, okay. But that's part okay. one of this this fiasco that I'm about to explain to you. So Hasbulla is very big on TikTok. There's always these fam cams, you know, those where there's like crazy editing and some rap music in the background. Oh, love him. Yeah. He has a rival. It's this Russian guy. Or sorry, Russian kid who is just the same as him. Oh yikes. And but okay, look, that looked like baby Hitler. He just dropped this song. Oh, there we go. And so every time there's a new fight, everyone was like, yeah. man, fuck Floyd Mayweather versus uh, Ugh, yeah, Logan yeah, yeah, Paul. Yeah. I'd rather see Hasbula versus this guy. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Shout him out. I, Give him I, some dude, promo. Name, He's pumping up this beef. He I, deserves I can't recognition. Read, I can't read that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Actually, that looks like Russian. Wait, wait, wait. So it's a, these are both 19-year-old men? Yes. Old young men? Yes. That look like four-year-olds? Yes. Okay, cool. Just making sure mm -hmm. just, that we're clear. Got it. Yeah. Is that a condition? Is that called something? It's, well, it's got to be something. <laughs> it's got, there's, there's no way they just... <laughs> it's not nothing. <laughs> They're the only people with this, so no one knows what to define it. <laughs> right. Dude, they're pioneers. Would you want to be a pioneer in that sense to be the first person to ever have a, a condition? A disease? A, oh yeah. My gosh. Or, I, I don't want to say disease. Yeah, condition. No. <laughs> disease <laughs> is crazy. Imagine well, if you what, catch it. Well, I don't know. He's famous, <laughs> man. He's big baller. He's got no problem. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's part of it. We got to weigh these options. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Drake. Well, first of all, I want to confirm that. Drake. James, Drake, James did follow back. Shout out to James. So go ahead, follow at Three TA Music. Do that thing. But Drake just posted a picture of him standing at the mic, looking at it dramatically with his headphones. So I figure we should do the same real quick and take a quick selfie. Let's do it. This is going up on the gram. Follow our Instagram at Rabbit Hole Sessions on the gram. Uh, Check uh, us out. We don't have the camera angle for this. No, no, I'm just gonna do it on my phone. What? I'm just gonna turn around and take a picture. Oh, okay, okay. You could do it too if you want, at the same time. Uh, That'd be I, cute. Let me get my face right. Maybe not at the same time, but <laughs> oh, they can't see you. You're blocked by the mic. Man, this whatever. is a terrible like idea, by the way. But we're we're committed to it already. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> okay, posted. Everybody, go to our Rabbit Sessions. Who knows how long it'll be there. Who knows? We're going to take right. it down right after this. <laughs> it's like a pop-up shop. It's a pop Yeah, right after this episode's over. People are going to look at it right now like, What hmm? the fuck is that? Yeah, what? <laughs> are they just starting? Oh, no, maybe. Well, maybe we are. Yeah, we just get started, bro. Hey. It's only like 40 minutes in. Oh. That's early. early. That's light. Wait, what's the longest know. we've done? Like two hours, like two and a half. Mm. I think after editing, it ended up being like 2.15 or something. We got to shoot for the 24-hour pod, bro. Yikes, man. 24 hours. Sh sh shout out to Asim Garnal Kumar, my buddy. He's been on this podcast. We did on election night a podcast for like eight or nine hours all through the night. Damn. Like we didn't sleep. We went all through the night. I think we started at like 8 p.m. and then it ended maybe like two, two, three, four in the morning. It ended with talking to our friend Tour from high school who now lives in Belgium. <laughs> And that was just ridiculous. He was just trashing America for us at like 4 a.m. For him, it was like 9 a.m. So he was ready to go. And it was just like, all right, we've had enough of this. Let's <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to come out. We had guests coming in and out. Shout out to Emil, the producer. He was there. Um, I think I told you about it, but I don't know if you could make it. But uh, Emil, the producer, was there. Um, Asim's friend was there. Oh, God, what's his name? I feel so bad because I like him. 
Uh, hold on, I'm gonna remember. Cut this dead space. Can't remember, but shout out to homie. Shout out to Abby homie. was there. Abby Van Lee, who's in the red wine video. Shout out. She was there. She came through. That was about it. And then it was just chaos. It's just crazy, dude. Eight hours, nine hours. And you know we were saucy. Saucy. So we'll see. Maybe that'll come out one day. But I don't even know if this is going to make it on mic. I'm kind of just telling you. We'll see. At least this part. I'd like to see it. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll send it to just you. And you can hear it and see what you think. Well, actually, the problem is, is that it doesn't matter. Let's not even talk. About <laughs> Who, cares? Who cares, bro? Like everyone listening is like, what the fuck? Right. All right. Where do you want to go from here? Nikola Jokic just won what the MVP. Him? What? Really? He just won MVP. Okay. Shout out to the boy. Yeah. Shout out to the boy. Shout out to him. Did you, did you think he was going to? I wasn't following the season at all. I only keyed in during the playoffs. I'll admit it. I'm that guy. But I've been in it since the playoffs, so uh, I haven't watched the Denver series at all. Uh, so I don't know how he's been playing, and I have no informed commentary on Nikola Jokic. Dub 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 dub. Well, thank you, Back Tyler. To you in the studio, James. Yeah, uh, thank you for uh, wasting our time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Apparently, it was between him and Embiid, right? Yeah, yeah. And Embiid when was the last off. time two big men like centers were in the running for MVP? That's that's pretty Shaq, interesting. Since Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, and sorry, like, sorry. It's first to win since Shaq. I don't yeah. remember who the first uh, big man or like the last one that was that big. But I would say like not even just one. Like there's two. The mm-hmm. two contenders were big men mm-hmm. for MVP. Like when that's pretty sick. That's a cool aspect of the league. That one not only is are big men having like a recurrence in terms of importance, but they have an actual presence and effect on the court and social media as well. Like they're becoming stars at all points of the position. It used to just be like the point guard or the fucking, maybe you get a Patrick Ewing, some type of shit. And I'm not even talking about big men like AD who are more like guards in their skill set and play out. I'm talking like Joel Embiid's big men back to the basket, Jokic, and they both can do both. Don't get me wrong, but he's like, Feet work, bro. I was watching. I was actually watching some of his highlights, and I saw him just working on the high post or and like up by the free throw line on. I think it was probably Nurkic, and he was working him, dude, mm-hmm. with the shoulders, with the feet work, the up and unders, the spin around, and then pop it over you, little one hand floater. I'm like, dude, this guy is smooth. Yeah, yeah. So I fuck with that. Yeah. I support that for MVP. Do you think there's like a, a blending of roles in basketball? Do you feel like? Yeah, eventually it might get to the point where everyone's kind of doing everything, right? Like, I think once small ball became big, and especially Golden State's first big run, that's kind of where it happened. The Heat, a little bit, like when LeBron was with them, kind of started, like when Chris Bosh or Shane Battier was power forward and center, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the start. Skill guys at big man positions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think that's pretty much commonplace. Now. Not commonplace, but like just about to be. I think so, especially with something like this happening where you have big men who move and do have skill winning MVP. Yeah. I think you see a trend then follow. Every MVP sets like a little trend, you know. Derrick Rose did. Stephen Curry did. LeBron did. Everybody did. So I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for the league because it means you can get dynamic play from every position, I think. Yeah, very true. true. No, I think I've, I didn't watch – enough earlier on but i had conversations with uh some of my friends who were like diehard basketball fans and they were saying that it used to be like centers ran shit in terms of mvp and who's who's like really yeah 
Because the bigger you are, the easier it is to get buckets, right? I'm talking oh, earlier. Early. Talking? I'm talking earlier. Oh, talking early. like Bill Russell. And yeah, shit. I'm talking earlier. Early. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then it got to the point where you know other players got more skilled and just ball handling and um, right. They decided to dribble with <gasps> the other hand. Whoa, oh, crazy! Oh what? <laughs> you mean I can make hesitation? <laughs> I can stop and then go, and I can pass them in between both hands. I could. What about <laughs> in between my legs? What? And I don't put it all the way out here to be snatched like <laughs> my fucking lunch, like the bully. I can actually put it in here, put a little also, guard arm up. Defense, man. Defense has gotten significantly yeah. harder yeah, in, yeah, in our absolutely. leagues. Um, that did you say our leagues? Our leagues, yeah. Where's your contract? Well, you know, our uh, the ones we're watching. This is our our time. time. Yeah, this is our league. Because Are eventually you... <laughs> we're gonna be like back in my day. That's I remember true. my but leagues. that's my day, not my oh uh, my leagues. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm just not a wee guy. I'm not a we, yo. We played great last night. It's like I ain't do shit. <laughs> I just, I ain't touch the court. I ain't mop the floor. I ain't do shit. The janitor can say whatever he can say. We, not me. All right. Anyway. Okay. All right. I anyway. guess. No, I that's guess. just me. Now they just play for they play. For, it's because you don't have a city that you're tied to. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Because every basketball team is like, we do this for this city. We're we're doing this for Dallas. We're doing it for LA. Is that how they say it? Dallas. Dallas. That is Mister Three Hundred Five. Dallas. <laughs> Holy shit, that's good. Yeah. You ever think about Wait, the so uh, the day that LeBron retires? What it's gonna feel like? Yeah, yeah. I think we kind of spoke a little bit last time too, but it is, and we were memeing at first, but it is gonna be crazy when he's done. I mean, the fact that he was out the first round, this is the first sign. Like, this is getting used to yeah. it. I've heard definitely a lot of complaints about LeBron and Steph Curry not being uh, in like the further rounds, and I kind of feel that because even the Brooklyn and Bucks game, I didn't really care. While I was watching, All, yeah, most of the teams no one really. They're not I, like I huge care. franchises, right? Like the can you imagine a Jazz uh, Nuggets finals or something like that? Yeah, and that seems to be the talk. Like that doesn't excite people, right? And Utah versus Denver, oh boy! <laughs> Yay! Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> the Mormons are the mile hires. Like who do we want to win? It's the M's versus the M's. Let's go! But I don't know. I do think it's going to be weird. I think. I don't know how long Stephen Curry will be in the league after uh, LeBron, but he's got more time. when he's gone to. I think he's gone. Yeah, I guess. And there's also more, like, they don't do it to the extent he does, and maybe they can become it, but there's more people like Steph, I think, than like LeBron. Is that blasphemous? What do you think? Um, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because, like, I can point to Trey Young. Yeah, you can point to a lot of three point shooters. That I can point to young. Dame. Yeah, I was going to say Dame. I can point to, like, D'Angelo Russell. Right, mm-hmm. like you could even not the stars, like the style of play yeah. that Steph started is more achievable for one than what LeBron does because just you can't be his size, you can't just be that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be that, and then obviously his skill and shit. And his, his, Steph his is technical more skill, like his knowledge of positioning. Oh, absolutely, and don't get me wrong, Steph has that too. And I, I mean, honestly, I think that's more achievable is the wrong way to say it. I, that's more like fathomable because you can study the game, like you can be a student, right? But you can't. Like, the way he dominates, you can't just learn how to do that, right? Like, you have to be that for one mm-hmm. and then also stack the learning on top of it, which he's done. I don't want to, like, take that away at all. I'm just saying, like, there is that base. 
while Steph is like he's bigger than people think, he's like six three and shit, but a little smaller. He shoots. It's floaters. Like you and I can shoot and do floaters, right? Yeah. We can't well, fucking come and tomahawk cock back and shit, right? Like speak for yourself, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but even in the sense of like we can't. We're not like super back down post up guys because we did. We, that's just not like our frames and shit. That's just not the shit. But anyway, the point is, I feel like his more achievable trend will last, and LeBron's more of like a magnum. Magnum. What? Magnum. I was gonna say magnum. <laughs> yeah, he's more of a magnum. I was gonna say magnum opus, but that makes literally no sense for my point. <laughs> I don't know why that was coming, but he's like the uh, the standout. There's a reason why he's in the arguments for greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Stephen Curry is a legend, and he'll go down. But we're not saying he's greatest of all time. Damn, not yet. Are, what if they? I don't what think if they come back? What that. if they have a resurgence when Clay Thompson comes back out? If they win like three more, then, then we gotta yeah. talk. We gotta. We gotta fucking. Talk. I really hope we that doesn't talk. happen, though, bro. I hope that would does. fucking suck. I want light skins to rule the NBA history. Do you and listen the to, of NBA history? Do you listen to sports podcast? I listen to one. But it's also a comedy podcast. It's flagrant too. Andrew Schultz, Akash Singh, but and <laughs> it's as it's gone further and further into its uh, uh, publication, it's gotten less and less sports. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they're just comedians, right? And like sports is the uh, filter, like it's the channel, right? But they're great. I love that. But that's pretty much the only one. Which ones do you listen to? Uh, none. I listen to my friends. Oh. I talk about it. That's it. Oh, good shit. Yeah, yeah good shit. And you do one, bro. That's we're kind true. of a sports you. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a <one>. little bit. <laughs> Yourself. What do you listen back? That's good. Yeah. No, I don't really. Because I don't know. I'm not like that invested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm not that invested. Yeah, we're a bunch I of just... amateurs talking about this shit, just so y'all know. We don't know what the fuck we're Absolutely. talking about. Absolutely. We're just talking about shit that we like. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And one of those happens to be basketball. Yeah. And look, I feel like we've had some pretty interesting, and I don't know about interesting analysis, but <laughs> we've been able to talk about it. If you like basketball, this is something you could listen to. Yeah. You could stomach. I hope so. I want people to think I'm a basketball genius. You know? Oh, do you? I, I gave up on that one. <laughs> I, I, I honestly kind of gave up of trying to sound like genius. But honestly, real talk in life, that's what's made me seem more impressive to other people is stop trying to sound impressive. Mm. It's just mm. be and just feel mm. and just exist and just say what you think. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I study. I, I'm like kind of smart, right? But um, that's mostly what it comes down to, I think, in life, people. So take that with you mm-hmm. on your way out. Well, I don't know if that's yet, but that's a message you could take with you. Tuck it. Tuck it under your pillow. Dream about Sleep it. Sleep with it every night. Yeah, yeah. Let it seep in. I used to do that, actually, when I was younger. I would like, if I needed to remember something... I'd write it down on a piece of paper and put it under my pillow. Mm, and like I, uh, I take a shower. Like it would seep into my brain. What? Like take a shower or uh, change your underwear. Things like that. You put them under your pillow. And then... Yeah, sometimes you forget. Sometimes <laughs> you forget. I've gotten better at that, James. I don't have to do it so much anymore. But sometimes you forget, <laughs> well, bro. I need some tips, man. Nah, but if it's like, you know, like drop the mail off before you go to school type of shit. You know, and sometimes I don't do it anymore, but this is when I was a kid. Yeah, because it's I was, dumb. I definitely wasn't. <laughs> and I, yeah, it is stupid. I definitely wasn't also dropping off mail as a kid. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I just wasn't doing that. I wasn't carrying packages to the UPS at fucking eight. <laughs> that wasn't happening. But it was more like, you know, because you actually do the action. So you just kind of remember it in the morning. And I don't know about you, but I'm like a sleeper that kind of puts my arms under the pillow. 
kind of defeating the purpose of the pillow. No, 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 no. You were right. Actually, no, sorry. No, other way around. I meant sometimes I put it on top of the pillow is what I meant. What? And then that, it's just like my, it's so dumb, dude. And like I catch myself doing it. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Put that away. But it's like, nobody could see this, but you could see it. I put my hand, the pillow's here. I put my hand on top of the pillow and then I lay my face like in the webbing of my finger and my thumb. My thumb, my index finger, and just kind of like do that, and it's like spread out. It's a little nice because it's a cradle, but then it's like okay, there's bones there though. What? What? When did you learn that? How did you learn that? What? I don't know, bro. Protect your neck, you know. Uh, yeah, it's dangerous out it's here, like bro. A- <laughs> It's like I'm ready to go any moment. Sp- <laughs> it's like so I can push up off the ground in case I ever need to. I was going to gonna ask, are you dealing with like PTSD or something? Some trauma? No, no. And I didn't grow up in that type of neighborhood anywhere at all. Like <laughs> the exact opposite for the majority of my life. So it's definitely not anything like that. But uh, no, I don't know. It just kind of feels comfortable to okay. kind of have like a little rest. But, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to slip it back under because like I said, it gets too much. I'm with you. Yeah. It gets too much. Who knows? I think I got bad blood circulation, bro, because my arms be falling Oh, dude, me I too. Sleep. I think I have horrible bad, bad I, like, blood circulation. What's that about? I don't, sitting down, maybe? Bad posture, maybe? Oh, uh, bad posture, I think, definitely has to do mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like, when you put, like, for example, the arms above your head, like I was just talking about, your arms are above your heart, right? So there's less blood that gravity's pushing up into it. So your heart has to work harder. And if there's going to be less blood, that's what makes your things fall asleep. Your the blood thingies, doesn't get there. Little thingies fall asleep. You're all, all them things, right? Because it could be any part of your body. Can your head fall asleep? Or is that just <laughs> falling you asleep? Die. <laughs> You're dead. You're done. No, that's getting lightheaded. That's... Oh, yeah. Like when the blood falls away. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Lightheaded is your head falling asleep. Wow. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is great. This is also, maybe this is really epitome rabbit hole sessions, is talking about a grand, intricate idea and then just devolving into Realizing it's something just simple. Yeah, just dumb. (laughs) It's all good, yo. This episode is a great microcosm of us. I'm going to start recommending this one. Okay. The We're Not Hungover episode. Microcosm? (laughs) Microcosm. That might be the name of it. Microcosm. Whoa, dude. Microcosm. Bro, those guys are so deep. They're talking about <laughs> smaller themes within bigger ones that also relate to each other. Well, what you said earlier, right? You said, so what if the universe is inside of us? That's a microcosm, Facts. bitch. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Is that where we are? Do we mic drop right there? <laughs> We have 55, or we can keep going. I'm down, bro. I'm here. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. It depends. If we want to talk about like real things that are happening in life, we can. Do we want to shift to that, or do we want to just cap? I will say, um, I'll say this. Um, I have not kept up with popular culture or anything political or. Bro, Trump's back in the headlines. Is he really? What for? What? He's back, bro. He's back. So I, I'm so fucking lazy. I get like. My various news sources are pretty much the shortened versions as possible, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm subscribed to this Straight one thing headline. called the da- <laughs> Yeah. I was subscribed to this one thing called the Daily Skim, which goes to my email, and it's like some headlines from here and there. It's pretty left-leaning. Well, I mean, not about pretty, but it's you could tell it's skewed towards that, but that's fine. I want to get that as well. And then I usually go to allsides.com or then YouTube and just try to... Mm-hmm. Whatever clip pops up is the one I watch. If it's Fox News, if it's fucking CCTV, I don't know what's going on, right? We're just watching it. So anyway, point is, 
uh, in this email thing, the Daily Skim one, I saw this Trump article. He's back in it for something wild. Like, he's being sued for defamation, apparently, because, like, uh, what was the quote? I don't even remember. But apparently, and I literally, oh, man. It's like I read the sentence. It was something about he denied allegations that he raped a woman in a department store in the 90s. And you see how your eyes just widened? I was sitting to myself and read that sentence. And for some reason, they underlined it in the thing as well. And I literally <laughs> went, I read that sentence. I was like, whoa. Just aloud. I wasn't, I was just reading before. Everything was silent. And I was like, whoa. So that's intense. So he's back in it for something wild. But he denied allegations. Which is not crazy. I mean, like, I mean, people deny allegations. Like, that's not the craziest thing. Of right? raping someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a defamation case against that because... Well, because there's, there's, dude, apparently there's, like, that headline is so not enough. There's so much more going on against it. It, like, loops back to the Department of Justice because apparently this happened back when he was president and he had stated in an official setting that he was, uh, that he said he didn't do it. And he was, as, as a government employee, it's like an official statement that he didn't do it. I don't know what he said about the woman, but apparently they said it was crude and disrespectful, but it's, like, not a def. Okay. Hold on, let me pause for a sec. Because you know why this is important, actually? And it's actually important that this is kind of the grander point. He is back in the headlines for something wild. But it's kind of good that he's back in the headlines because I learned that you're not allowed to sue government employees for defamation. What? Did you know that? I did not know that. I learned that because the the Department of Justice stood on his side saying, like, you can't sue him because he's a government employee. Wow. And you just, you literally can't. That's nuts. That's dude. so much so immunity. They could just say anything about you and you can't sue them. It can be a lie. And they can just say, like, they could just lie on your character, talk a bad shit about you, say all these bad qualities about you, and you're not allowed to sue them if it's not true. Wow. Legally. Isn't that nuts? And that's kind of what I mean by, like, people like Trump, I think, need to be in the headlines because I would not have learned that. So is, I um, mean, and I honestly smiled when I saw him back on the screen too. Not, sorry, not because of this. No, oh my god, that was, was so bad. But the first, that <laughs> was, was so like, bad. Wait, what? That was so bad. That oh man, the first time I actually saw him was when I was watching basketball, and one of the commercials was, or I think it was after it was over, was Trump like going up to do some press conference, and there was no sound. It was just like him walking around the stage, and I smiled because I was like, oh, he's back. And that's what I'm saying. I smiled at. I was like, look, he's here. I am. The news is le is less exciting without Trump. That's facts number one. I feel like that's a good thing. It is definitely a good thing, but we all like a little bit of excitement. So he's back, and I got a little giddy. Go watch sports, man. <laughs> I was watching sports. Shout out to the bartender because he had the same reaction when I was like, oh, he's back. <laughs> I don't, and I get it. I don't like him. I just I wish he could just be an idea. That's what I wish. I wish he couldn't actually affect things, unfortunately. At some he level, does. he is an idea. I mean, his... Well, I mean, yeah, he was president, so no, no, there's, it's, it's beyond an idea at this point, and, like, the effect he's had on society, both legally, politically, like, socially, with The Apprentice and shit, it's beyond the point of an idea. He's here. He has presence. He has presence. But I wish he could have just, and a lot of negative presence, mind you, but I wish he could have just been an idea and, like, a character. I wish he was just a comedian or something, bro. Like, Trump should have just fucking went off and been a comedian and just talked that he shit He could have stayed on, on celebrity life and... Been fine, but that would have been it for him. He would have been dope. Why did he, did he need that. more billionaires, dog? Yeah, nah, it's probably because he didn't want to go to jail. 
<laughs> That's what if he was like shit, the whole like the highest crimes yeah the whole i mean look what he's at, was look, just to dodge all these lawsuits that are going against look him. what he's denying right now it's possible like, man that's pretty he just serious. needed more power to escape it and then he was anything else you're locked up for that posted that fucking video that was like trump 2024 trump 2028 trump 2032 oh my god i do remember that that was, that was a weird one yeah that was, that was really crazy. It was kind of out of nowhere, too. Like, yeah. it wasn't that close to the election yet, right? But it was it was like an early one. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's uh, starting off strong there, Donnie. <laughs> starting off <laughs> But you know what? Again, back to the point where, um, like, I feel like there is importance in these bad characters kind of being public. Because when, I don't know when I would have found out that rule, by the way, that you couldn't sue government employees for defamation but you know what i bet it would have been too late i was gonna say you probably whenever know about it out. whenever uh, whenever i tried to sue a government official was talking shit about you and who knows the bounds of who that extends to it does that include like the post office <laughs> that's gov- like that's gov- can they just say yo fuck <laughs> that guy don't give him his mail he's like Man. a racist like <laughs> can they just do that <laughs> and i can't sue them for that shit Anybody else you can. It might it's be totally elected, legal. elected officials, maybe. Probably. It, That's probably true. I would be a no, well, I post don't office know, worker man. real quick. I feel like, because there was a quote from the attorney of the woman involved in the case and, who was accusing Trump, and there was a quote that she said, and I was like, yeah, of course. This could lead to federal officials covering up sexual misconduct. It's like, yeah. Could lead. Not, like it hasn't that, happened already. Right. Like, like isn't happening, possibly happening right yeah. now, right? Exactly. And it's like not that and murder. Like, I mean, I don't know. Couldn't couldn't you, like, cover up the extent of the, how that goes? Couldn't you cover up so many things behind that rule? That's like the ultimate gaslighting. That's like. What's that? Gaslighting really is when you. That term. you uh, I just understood it from a friend uh, recently. Really? Yeah, it's because you were doing it to them. No, or no, 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 no. They were just, oh. they were just talking about it, and it came up. Okay. Like, uh, a lot of people use it wrong. Apparently, it's like a, a popular word to throw around now. So yeah, that's why kind of I never threw it out. Um, yeah. But this, in this situation, it works. So okay. Gaslighting. Let me get the official definition real quick, just so uh, I am also sure to manipulate someone by psych- psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So, whoa. In in this situation, the politician could be like. They're lying. They're just a big fat liar. They don't even know what they're talking about. And then they get right. everyone else to agree with them. Oh. And to be like, yeah, she was lying. She's why would why why would you even bring that up? Why are you lying about right. something like that? You're a liar. And you, obviously, the, this elected official said you lied. Yeah. So you're a liar. The only defense right. you would have against that is suing to prove that you're innocent. Right, but actually stating your case, like getting to defend yourself, yeah, which is kind of like your legal right, right? But I guess not. Wait, but Okasuing oh, is a private venture, right? Like a lawsuit, filing a lawsuit? It, it, I don't know, yeah, actually. Compared to what? What do you mean? Private venture compared to like a public one? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. What would a public one be, I guess? I don't know. Maybe like a crime. Like if you're accused of a crime by the government or something, maybe that's a public one. You have the right to like an attorney and shit and to go to court and state your case. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of I guess public meaning government. But that's the state kind but of But this is kind of government. Yeah. I guess this is kind of government cuz you're going against a government official, but isn't it more of a private interaction in terms of between like just humans and people should. that you're suing about? Should be. 
I guess not, because again, fuck, because he made the statement during his uh, official statement as a public official. Well, who and made she's that suing? Law? Who made that shit? I have no idea. I, I, That's I don't a know. scary person. We need to check on that guy. <laughs> Whoever made that law, he's probably <laughs> <coughs> probably Fauci with what he's been in the headlines about for being double crossing. Double crossing. What he do? Oh, uh, bro. Apparently, this shit might be man-made. This COVID shit. And Fauci what? is probably and Fauci is like invested in this place that was probably conducting research on. We'll do this quick because I don't really know too much either. I just was kind of hearing about it, but um, he uh, I forgot what the name of it's called. But there's this process of testing vaccines by super juicing um, viruses to see if the vaccines we have can handle it or if we can create vaccines that can handle that. And then I don't know how the fuck they kill them. If they don't have vaccines, maybe they just pour acid on it or something, and then it's just dead. But well, if they kill the only thing that has it, right? It's dead, right? Oh, true. Good call. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you kill the host and just isolate it. It'll have to die, or maybe there's like pour acid in it or something like that. Would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just really want that. I envision like a beaker. Well, because I imagine like when you inject like the rat, there's probably some more of the virus laying around, so you have to get rid of that if it's in like a test tube. Oh, maybe if you just take it out of the freezer. And you just let it denature and, and die. Or you could like pour some acid on it or something, like, and then just kill it. You really want <laughs> this acid, man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, dude, you got some, bro. What if you just dude. put acid, not like acid acid, like, but <laughs> the acid drug on the virus? You just take out like a dropper and just, this'll get them. And it gains <laughs> consciousness and it just. It comes fucking alive. <laughs> This is nutty. Oh, uh, but yeah, so apparently again, there's this this was happening in a lab in Wuhan that Fauci was part of funding in and there was a leak. Well, this is the this is the theory. There was a leak. Uh he knew about it and he was acting like he didn't. He became this hero in the headlines blah blah, blah and now it's kind of gotten out that this might be true. There's more evidence to this being the How, case. Like it's uh, proven that that lab is there. Like that's there. Okay, the lab is there. I think it's now um, one figuring out what tests were being conducted over there. Whether it was this specific process again, I just forgot the name. Something generic. No, nah, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try. It's either I think so. Figure out if that happened, and then if two, the nature of the leak, because it's totally possible that one this was happening, and then it did leak out by accident. That's totally possible, mm -hmm. and I think plausible like i kind of believe that i believe totally that this happened he was involved and that it exists and then i also totally believe that it leaked by accident and that the whole spread was people trying to cover up the real origin and by then it just got out of control hmm. that's what i think but i also don't have evidence for anything yeah. i just kind of taken in all the information that's been given to me from all these other sides i'm like all right i think that one's kind of the most believable it makes the most sense Wow, I believe I believed Bat for a while, oh, wow, wow. but I do think yeah. that there's going to be lots of secrets coming out in the future years about Absolutely. every government that and how they handled it. Um, so I don't know. I'm not. I can't really make a, Absolutely. a concrete every disease on what's going we on. hear shit about later. Yeah, every single one. So it's definitely going to happen. Who the fuck knows? I just I believed in Fauci. He got me. I was one of the people he fooled. I hope this isn't true to the extent. I hope it not to a nefarious extent. If it was to the extent where, like, because, I mean, I do believe that probably in its essence, it was good intentions in terms of we are testing these viruses 
to see if we can have vaccines that combat them, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really know if it was super weapon, biological weapon type of shit. I don't know if I believe all that. What? Um, the super weapon shit. Yeah, I don't think I believe that. I don't believe that. I don't think it was nefarious intent. I think it was scientific intent, which can be used either way. And then it just fucking got out. That seems to me to be the most plausible. So I think Fauci's getting roasted recently, and he might continue to. Shout wow. out the boy. Wow, wow, wow. I'll have to, Shout out to I'll young have to Tony. Update myself on that. Cause. Same. I don't know shit. That whole spiel was off basically a segment of Flagrant 2 that I heard. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got Another all the podcast. insight. Yeah. A sports podcast. <laughs> right. Secondhand information <laughs> from a secondhand source from blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it, you know. But that is actually happening. I mean, Fauci is in the news and shit, and that's uh, just where I heard the details of the story. Uh, do um, I want to reinvest myself in it, or do I want to wait until the truth is out? Yeah, I think it's that. <laughs> I mean, I kind of don't care anymore after just saying it. Right? I didn't really <laughs> plan to say it. We're on Trump, but yeah. So all these boys are back. All of our favorites from the pandemic era, uh, they're still here. Season 20 uh, characters are coming back for season 21. <laughs> That's right. They're recurring cast members. They're not getting paid as much because yeah. they're not mm-hmm. everyday people. But you know, they come and go. They have and their roles. You know, <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> we were talking about basketball earlier. They're like the six men. Like they come off the bench. <laughs> they they sub in. They fucking do their job and get out. And they got utility. You can put them in a lot of places, and they can do a lot of things. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, dude, there was another medicine thing, kind of that related to the vaccine. Last thing, and then I can see you yawn, boy. I did and then just we yawn. Can, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's totally fine. I just kind of randomly came across this. Uh, also, I think it was in the Daily Skim thing. But so the FDA recently approved a drug for Alzheimer's. Whoa! Right? What yes. the fuck? Not drugs like treating the symptoms directly for Alzheimer's itself. Again, forgot the name. Aldumama, Alderma, Mama, Mama, Mama. Cure. No, no, not to cure, but like to start to treat it. So, right, it's like a treatment drug. So it'll It'll manage it as you get older. Same way like there's no cure for AIDS or cancer. There's treatment, right? But this is the first time it's like something directly for here. This is to treat Alzheimer's and try to like slow the process. Because apparently what forms Alzheimer's is like protein clumps. Like this is the theory. It's not fully known, but like protein clumps in the brain that kind of damage tissue and brain matter to the point where it starts to just affect your memory and shit so uh, that's like the prevailing theory i don't know shit again this is called the daily skim for a reason but the point was that it got it met like as you can expect as any drug mixed reviews from both experts and regulators but apparently actually no apparently the regulators were the ones that were like yo we're gonna put this on this accelerated approval program and we're just gonna let this which means that they get to pump out the drug while still doing the test like the trials aren't finished but they're saying, yo, you can still put it out and sell it even while you're still concluding your clinical trials, which who knows how long that's going to fucking take. And apparently the FDA doesn't have the best uh, history of checking on those companies that they grant that to. And so it's like, um, I was wondering if after the COVID vaccine, if that'll, we'll see that more often. Just more drugs popping out? <laughs> quicker, but like more of, more of this, yeah, like the accelerated thing, because that's what happened with the vaccine. That's what's happening now with this Alzheimer's drug. I wonder, because really all you have to do is what? Just make a case that it's like urgent, that people really need it, that it's life-threatening. Yeah. Which I guess isn't too hard when you're making things for like cancer and like AIDS and all this shit. Maybe, I mean, I don't know about those ones, if that's what will come out. But I just wonder if this has sparked an age of possibly some rushed-ass medicine. Mm. 
I, I, I I'm already a little hesitant to taking any any medicine. Yeah, uh, but that the drug itself, the 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 fact that they just came out with one because when was the last time a drug like that came out? Like decades, right? Yeah, I don't know. So it's a lot. It's a lot of hope for a lot of people. And I wonder if it's because there's more Alzheimer's now, or because they now have more technology to address it. We have a growing population so our aging population is also growing right so good call it's probably you know what i was wondering is also like i wonder if alzheimer's is going to go up in our generation onward because i was thinking like even just the kind of basic explanation they gave and that i just reiterated of like these protein clumps and just kind of collections of blockage in your brain basically causing this shit i'm wondering if this combination of our kind of sedentary lifestyle like the diet we have, the screen time, the kind of like mindless things that we do where not only physically in terms of getting blood flowing, but actually having your brain active, right? Like doing these active activities. I wonder if, and more anxiety because we're connected to more of the world. Like you see Mm -hmm. more problems on a daily basis, things that give you like existential fear, bro. When I see this shit going on in Palestine, like it's like, oh oh, yeah, I feel like existential fear for that. Like on behalf of those people and like that, that that's happening right so it's like that gives you anxiety and stress and shit and um so i wonder if all of those things possibly could feed into damaging those pathways or forming those clumps or whether that's physical or like on the neurons and shit because we don't know how this shit works yet they don't know how alzheimer's works we don't know how the brain works i wonder if any of those things could possibly contribute i wonder if we're all gonna have alzheimer's when we're old we're gonna have something yeah, we <laughs> we actually might have higher and rates. There's more of, drugs. Well, I was gonna say we might have higher rates of uh, brain cancer because we we use our phones more. And Whoa, m- more yes. than any other generation, right? So, if we're constantly on our phones. Fuck that! Fuck the phones, bro. Bluetooth headphones. Oh yeah, I, I, AirPods. Fucking AirPods, yeah. I think about that now. Now I have. I mean, I. The worst thing happened to me where you lose one, and like, and it's irretrievable. That happened to me. So R. I only R. have one. Yeah, fucking RIP. It was so stupid, dude. It was right down the grate in the city block. So I, it hit the water, and I was like, <sighs> I literally can't do anything. I can't do anything. I just had to just walk away, and that hurt. Throw the other it one hurt. out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really tempted. I was fucking tempted, man. I tell you, I was about to make a snap judgment decision <laughs> that what I would have regretted. But the point is, now I see I have that one in my ear a lot longer now. Like, whether it's being used or not, and it's usually being... I mean, I try to take mine out when I'm not using it, but there are times where it's definitely... I'm just using it longer because it's not in my way. Like, there are times where I would decide not to use my headphones because it's like, oh, these fucking... Get out of here. Like, get out of the way, right? Yeah. Just I, I, just play it out loud. Fuck it. But not with these babies. Yeah. Wireless? I don't get my hands tangled in this. Mm-hmm. It's easy money sniper. Pow, pow, pow. Oh, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. So we might be on the rise for some uh, bad medical conditions. Also, also, what if... <laughs> I thought about this one. Y- okay. If uh, years from now, years, 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 like decades, they find out that weed is like horrible for you. Yep. Horrible. And everyone's like, why, yep. where, why is it? It just gets shredded. Weed? Yep. I think, again, I think this is also something you mentioned a little bit on the last podcast, but same shit. But yeah, what if that happens? And what if all of these drugs, more people are probably doing acid. They're, I mean, every every drug Ooh, is more intense. Yeah. Right? And maybe, who knows? Maybe you could argue acid doesn't do the same type of things because it actually has shown, um, like, it's been just shown results of attaching neural pathways and reigniting parts of your brain that have actually been dead before. So who knows? Maybe that is a different case. But 
who knows weed could be the same although that is still a psychedelic as well but maybe some of the other things we don't know about it people i don't know if more are more people drinking alcohol probably i don't know about that one i think that actually dropped really yeah for our generation it dropped but i mean okay got you okay because we're more event drinkers we're not like binge drinkers uh we binge drink at the events well, I'm saying... <laughs> day, what do you mean, like, at home yeah, and shit? Like, yeah. <clears throat> right, we don't come home and drink half the whiskey bottle because our day was stressful. And, yeah. and we're drinking we seltzers, not beers, you know? <laughs> truly, shout out to Truly, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Cleaner drinking. Mm-hmm. Like, there aren't all these other calories and mm-hmm. fats and a lot of lower sugar drinks and shit like that. I do think that stuff health-wise will be better for, like, in terms of uh, lower-calorie foods, higher protein. Health consciousness. That's a big thing. In the, yeah. Us, yeah. Right now, it's kind of, it's bad, obviously. Everybody's fat right now. <laughs> shout out, Lies. Right? Like, I just came from the Southern. gym, okay? So, good. Can't, can't say good, nothing about bro. me. Like. <laughs> I, it's a rule of mine that I never make fun of people who are, I see actively trying. So, like, if you're fat, but you're running, I would never make fun of you for being fat because you're trying. But if you're just fucking sitting down on the couch eating a donut, get up, fatty. <laughs> go for a walk. Jesus. Go for a fucking walk, bro. Just walk around the block. That's it. And then go back and eat the donut. Then you earned it. I don't mind pigging out if you earned it. And I speak as definitely a total hypocrite. Some of this loathing is for me, but I'm not fat. Luckily, I'm lean enough that I'm good. Self hate. You have unhealthy habits. Yeah, we all <laughs> we all reflect and project, James. <laughs> that's all anger is. That's all I've realized. Things we don't like about ourselves. Hey, that's a very wise thing that you just said, man. Right after calling people fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's and misses, James. It's and misses. That's what this show's all about. I don't get to choose which is which. It just comes out and we figure it out after. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. I think we're good then. I think this was a good one. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. All right. Great. Well, everybody, mm-hmm. thanks for joining this episode of Ravel Sessions. Thanks for coming. Right? Any last words for the folks? You want to sign them off with something? Happy summer, man. Get out there. It's 900 degrees Absolutely. outside. Please it's fucking hot. carry some water. Uh, it's rough for me going to work, dude, I, and having to wear pants. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bet, dude. I try to eke out shorts as much as I can mm-hmm. without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. And I do. Just don't wear underwear. You should be fine. Whoa. That is swamp ass. <laughs> Supreme. <laughs> Supreme. For those who don't know, that's when you get that sweat in the crack. Oh, and yeah. It shows in your pants, Ooh, especially the khaki baby. shorts. Yeah, you don't want that. I like when the sweat uh, rehydrates the poop that's in your butthole and then comes back out and you get the poop, the liquid Come poop on, son. on your butthole. Just, this has been another episode of Rabbit Hole uh, Sessions. Yeah. Please check out at 3TA Music for ETA's Instagram account. Check out us at Rabbit Hole Sessions. Check out James at Jimmy McMoney. Check out me at Tyler on Demand. We all cooking out here. The team's popping. There's a lot of big things always. And we go see y'all soon. And you can keep up with us and we go keep up with you. I would definitely like to hear an answer to James' question. What do you believe in? We might post that as a clip so that people can answer. So if you hear this, check our Instagram. We might put it. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.